what's up guys welcome back to another choice talk i am your host true freedom and on today's episode we're going to talk about womanhood um i'm going to take you on the journey of how i began to embrace and accept my womanhood as well as the decision to explore my womanhood so as um as i stated before I was raised in a very religious Baptist household, and I'm from the South, and I was raised by my grandmother. So this is going to be a very interesting story, so buckle up, buttercup. Let's go. Um, so when I turned 40, I went through this midlife crisis, and I started exploring um the more deeper parts of me why I am the way I am now I've gone through therapy for years but this time going through this life-changing transition I began to really kind of go deep within myself and like I've stated before um, I'm at the stage in my life where I'm redefining things you know, what love is, what it means to care, you know, what it means to be kind, feminine, you know, my feminine and masculine energy. I didn't realize that you can hold both and you don't have to be a certain gender to have both. So growing up, there was just a lot of things about my body that I did not know. So just say, for instance, when I got my period, the only thing that I was told was, here's a pad, this is how you put it on, and that was that. And my aunt told me that. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's basically the gist of what I got when I became, you know, when I started to ministrate. Now, I knew a little bit about what was kind of going on with my body simply because of the, you know, brief thing in school, you know, lesson in school that they would teach about the body functions, right? But I didn't realize that there was so much more to being a, a woman than just that part, you know. Being a woman is embracing yourself as a whole. I know for years um, I've known several women in my family and in my community that exude um, confidence like have you ever just seen a woman that walks in the room she may not be the prettiest she may not have the slimmest body but when she walks in the room she commands that that room that's because they're accepting of their whole self there was so much that I was afraid of for instance my grandmother would tell me um, if you have sex before marriage you're gonna burn in hell now y'all first of all she was like that was in the Bible now when I got older and I you know just so happened to run across the scripture that she was talking about first of all it did not say that I was going to burn in hell. It, is, it says that um, it's better to marry than to burn with lust. 
And I still get a tickle off of that because sometimes I often wonder, did she really know what the word says or was she just instilling fear so that I wouldn't have sex? That's a whole question (laughs) that I've always had. But we were told you're not supposed to have sex until you got married. You're not supposed to have babies until you got married. So you can imagine my little mind when I was being molested and raped, um, what I automatically went to, which was, I'm going to burn in hell. I'm going to burn in hell. Even though it wasn't my fault. You know what I mean? Like, even though it wasn't, a, I did not make a decision to freely give my body to these people that did this to me. They, they did that on their own terms. And it was unfortunate. However, it caused the stigmatism that I had for myself. I wore a lot of baggy clothes. I didn't wear any fitted clothing. Hell, I didn't even wear a swimsuit without a cover-up until I was in my 30s. So I never really accepted my body and didn't really understand what it, the power that I held as a woman. And I'm not just talking about the vagina. I'm not talking about sex or anything like that. I'm talking about I didn't realize how powerful I was as a woman. So going through the molestation, the rape, and having a child from rape, for years I was scared to do anything because of the religion that I was taught and because of what my grandmother would tell me. So when I turned 40, I began to go through a, as they call it, a midlife crisis, right? So I started to look at the fact that, dang, I, you know, I'm almost 50. And, you know, what is my life going to look like? I'm in the second half of my life and I'm scared. You know, I'm scared of what, the future is going to hold for me simply because the children were getting older everybody's doing their thing they don't need me as much Um, just a whole bunch of thoughts and anxieties that I had when I turned 40 so one day I was talking to a co-worker and she brought me a book and y'all when she brought me this book my, my my jaw just dropped simply because of the name of the book. The name of the book is called Pussy Prayers. Yes, you heard me right, Pussy Prayers. And when I tell you, every time I say it, I still blush. I'm like, what? But she told me, she said, well, this book is not what you think it is. And I was like, well, girl, I'm not into it, you know the whole hexes and all this stuff because I'm thinking it's going to be a book about how to get a man and how to keep a man and all this stuff like that no it actually went deep it began to start talking about womanhood so one of the first after each chapter in this book there are questions and a little homework for you to do right so one of the first questions in the book was who taught you how to be a woman who taught you that so initially my thought was 
why would someone need to teach me how to be a woman? I have a vagina. I can bear children. I have four children. And yeah, there's no doubt that I'm a woman, you know. But I didn't realize how deep womanhood goes. Now, the women in my life have always kind of taught me how to groom myself. And my grandmother would always tell me, don't leave the house with with a scarf on your head or slippers on your feet. You always want to be presentable when you go out because you never know who you're going to meet. And I still hold fast to that today. However, there's so much more. Like I've stated before, there have been women that I've seen that will walk in the room and command the room. <clears throat> they will command that room. And I will be like, uh, yeah, they're beautiful. And they may not be physically to that, you know. And again, beauty is within the eye of the beholder. But I didn't understand the level of confidence that these women exuded, right? So once I started to read the book, I realized that um, with me being molested and raped, I never really connected with my body. Like I never really looked at my body. Of course, I would put my clothes on and maybe wash my face and put on makeup and all that. However, I never really looked at myself. And one of the first exercises that I had to do was stand in the mirror naked and tell myself that I love me, give myself affirmations, talk to myself. Y'all, I never really looked at my eyes, looked into my eyes and told myself these things that it's okay. You're okay. You don't have to be hard all the time. And I feel like the women in my life have had to portray so much masculine energy because the household depended on them. I didn't realize what it meant to have balance as a woman. I didn't know what it meant to be a wife, but I got married young. And I did that simply because of what my grandmother told me about the whole, it's better to marry than to burn, right? So I did that all out of expectations of everyone around me, not necessarily what I desire. And now that I'm at a place in life where I'm learning how to voice what I desire, what I want, what I need, it's been a challenge for me simply because of the fact that I have always been the chameleon in the room. It is what it is. I go with the flow. You know, I didn't understand what it mean, meant for a man to lead. I didn't know what it meant for for me to be submissive because in my earlier years, I thought submissive was doing whatever your husband desires of you. You know, I didn't realize that true submission is not just doing what your husband wants you to do but true submission is you know you're submitting to a leadership that you know that you're being protected well protected and guided throughout your life or throughout your marriage right so 
I didn't understand that womanhood, everything that I need was in me. Like, even with the misnomer of, you know, me believing that, okay, womanhood is all about, you know, I have a vagina and I can bear babies. No, it's so much deeper than that. I didn't realize how to be soft. Like, I spoke before about how I never, my children never seen me cry. I didn't know how to, because I'm not a very affectionate person, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, me really dealing with some big emotions and big things by myself growing up. Like, I didn't have anybody that I could really talk to. And this book really opened my eyes to the fact that I needed to heal those things. I needed to heal that that dysfunctional way of thinking. You know, not looking at my body in disgust and not being free. Like, honestly, for years, in my first marriage, I couldn't even have an orgasm. I didn't even know that you could have multiple orgasms which is crazy and it just allowed me to be open to the fact that yes you are one you are a woman you hold so much power and to embrace that and that was a hard thing for me to do I'm not gonna lie it was a hard thing for me to do So I'm going to end with a quote, and it's by the beautiful Viola Davis. And she says, do not live someone else's life and someone else's idea of what womanhood is. Womanhood is you. Womanhood is everything that is inside of you. And I find this to be so true. Everything that I've ever needed, I've always held within me. But I did not tap into the tools of how to flow in that, if that makes sense. So with that being said, listen, I appreciate each and every one of you guys for even listening to my journey. And I know that this can go a little bit deeper. But because I'm trying to keep it short, because I know a lot of people's attention spans are short. (laughs) So I'm just documenting this journey because it's a beautiful journey and I'm excited about it. And I want you guys to share this with me. So until next time, listen, be healthy, be whole, be happy, explore yourself, not necessarily sexually. You know, when people say the word explore yourself some people automatically be like, oh, she's she's talking about exploring your body, masturbation, things of that nature. No, I'm saying explore yourself, learn yourself, get to know yourself, embrace yourself, embrace all of you so that when you walk into a room, you capture the room simply because you own who you are. And that's exactly where I am today. So thank you guys again for listening and until next time listen take good care see ya bye